Come on. Look at that. Here we go. Let's talk about it, Rog. Push me, buddy. Let's go. That don't look healthy. That happened to me in Lemon Bay one time. Not out in the ocean. In Lemon Bay. I was with an evangelist. He'd come to town. Nice guy. He's like a stand-up comic. He does comedy routines as well. And I'm out there in the bay. He's only about this tall. Look guy, about this tall. So we had a little old small boat. Because how big a boat do you need when you got this? He come on. It's no problem. So anyway, it, 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 he, we saw this big boat coming down Lemon Bay. Man, it was hit me. Started going yacht alert, yacht alert, yacht alert. He did right in the boat. Because our little boat that we got swamped by that sucker, literally. Thankfully, if you know the bay well, if you hang a little bit to the right, it's only about two or three feet out there once you get out the intercoastal. <laughs> That's another story. Here we go. Let's go to the message. <laughs> Whoa, what do you do when it's yacht alert in your life? What do you do? How do you stay steady through trouble? Let's learn today. Not so much from me. Let's learn from the Bible today. Let's learn from somebody who's been there, done that. Isn't that what we want? Isn't that what we want, honestly? Somebody, I need some skin on, on the Scripture stuff. I, I, can you help me here? Amen? Let's see what we can find. From age 17 to about age 30, it began to rain, and the winds blew very hard in Joseph's life. Not Joseph who was married to Mary. No, 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 no. We're in the Old Testament. Joseph, the son of Jacob. Okay? If you don't know the story of Joseph, you're going to know a little bit better once I get done with you this morning. It's a big story, and I can't do it all, but we'll do what we can. First of all, let's look at something. Staying steady. Joseph was the favorite son of his father, Jacob, flat out. And that's where we get our 12 tribes of Israel, or the 12 sons of Jacob, okay, from our Bible. Joseph had one younger brother, Benjamin, but Joseph was his father's favorite. The boys would go out to work and do stuff, and Joseph would stay with his daddy. It seems like that's what the Scripture says, okay? Maybe not all the time. But he had one son that he made a special coat for, a coat of many colors, so you got these 12 brothers, and one of them has the fancy coat. I'm just saying, that's not the best way to raise your children. You hear me, yes or no, say. And so he had some problems growing up. Wonder how many times he got wrapped in the face. Yes or no? What do you think? What do you think? Man, if he was my brother like that, I'd have popped him in the mouth, for sure. How many agree with me? You would have. Yeah, come on. There's a few of you. Good. I like the ladies raising their hands. Good, good. So bottom line, when there came an opportunity to, to enact revenge, basically, and to show their hatred for their brother, they did it. They were out working, and their father said, go check on them, Joseph, see how they're doing in the field. Nothing worse than having him come back and give the report. doesn't mean that Joseph was a bad guy at all. A lot of this, his dad put him in that position. But keep in mind, God had a big master plan. And God can work all things together for good, even that kind of upbringing. Amen? So, what happened? Well, he went to check on his brothers and to come back and tell his daddy how they're doing, watching the sheep. I think they're in Shechem. I'm not sure, but I think that's where they were. And on the way, they said, Behold, the dreamer cometh. 
They called him a dreamer because Joseph had a couple of dreams. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you're the spoiled brat of your family, don't do this. Don't have a dream where everybody worships you. If you have a dream like that, keep your mouth shut about the dream. You're going to get your tail beat. That's going to happen. So long story short, he had a couple of dreams like that, but Joseph wasn't bragging about it. He was just telling them why it was. He didn't understand why, you know, why all the stars bowed down to him and the moon and the sun, that's his mom and daddy, bowed down to him. He didn't understand it, but he told them this dream. And so that's what they said to him when they saw him coming looking in on them. Behold, look at him. There he comes, the dreamer. Look at that coat. Wish I could choke him with that coat. That's the way they were talking. So, matter of fact, they took him, they captured him. I bet they probably punched him a few times, put him in a pit. He couldn't get out. In a pit. Their own brother. And they're going to kill him. They're going to kill him. They're going to kill him. They're not just going to leave him in a pit. It's, it's over. We're going to say a ravenous beast ate him. We're going to tell daddy that. And so... Judah, as well as Reuben as well, if you read some other scriptures, said to the brethren, what profit is if we kill our brother and we conceal his blood and lie to dad about it? Come on, guys, let's think it through. Let us sell him instead. Boy, that was real nice, wasn't it? Let us sell him to the Ishmaelites. And let not our hand be upon him, for he's our brother and our flesh. And his brothers agreed with the idea. We won't kill him. We'll just sell him to the merchantmen who's buying slaves. So that's what happened. They sold him as a slave. And they're passed by Midianite merchantmen. They drew and lifted Joseph up out of the pit. They sold Joseph to the Ishmaelites for how much? 20 pieces of silver. And they brought Joseph into Egypt. So number one, and Joseph was brought down to Egypt, etc. Hang on with that scripture. So the first thing in his life, that was, a, that was a big, 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 big deal here about trouble. Can you say it with me, number one? He was what? Help me. One more time. He was what? By his brothers. You ever been betrayed? Been cheated on? You ever been sold out? Well, let's learn from this guy. What did he do? How did he respond? Let's see. Well, he couldn't do much. He was sold. What can he do? He's in shackles. So he's brought down to Egypt. And Potiphar, he was an officer of Pharaoh, who's the ruler of Egypt and much of the world at that time. He was a captain of the guard. He was an Egyptian. He did what to Joseph? He what? He what? He bought him. Say it with me. He what? So here's a man that's being bought. Another human's buying another human. It's disgusting. It's horrible. And that's what they did. They bought him. Of the hands of the Ishmaelites, which had brought him down there. So that was the first thing. So how do you stay steady through trouble? Here's the first clue, and I've just written some clues. How do you stay steady? Number one, here it is. Read that verse with me. And the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man, and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. So the first part of that, and the Lord was what? What's the first clue to staying steady when trouble comes your way? Here it is. Pop it up, Raj. Know that the Lord's with you. Say that with me. Know that the Lord... See what happens when you blame him? You see what happens right out of the gate? All Satan has is for believers to blame God. That's all he has. We're more than conquerors. Greater is he that's in us and he that's in the world. But if we lay down, 
right out of the gate and blame. Listen, we need to do that. We need to know the Lord is what? When trouble comes, I need to know the Lord's with me. I'm not alone. I can make it. Amen? So the Lord was with Joseph. He was a prosperous man. He was doing pretty good. He was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. Now watch it. His master saw that the Lord was with him. Maybe that's what Jacob saw too out of his boy. It's a special kid right here. And that the Lord made all that he did to do what? Do you see what not blaming got Joseph? Got recognized. Got elevated. It's up to you if you want to keep whining. Excuse me, I know that's tough. Or do you want the Lord to bless you? Do you want the Lord to elevate you? To be that light that can shine instead of just darkness just walked in the room when you showed up? Yes or no? Amen? I know it's tough. That's okay. So everything he did prospered in his hand. And Joseph, say it with me, found what? In his sight. In who? In this lost man's sight. This lost man, this, this Potiphar, the captain of the, of the guard of, of uh, Pharaoh. And he made him what? This man made him what? Overseer of his whole house. And all that he had, he put in his hand. So, keep looking. So often, say this with me, so often others, help me, can see that God is with us better than we can see it ourselves. Now that's me writing because I've seen it in my life. When other people could see my potential, they could see me making it. They could see me overcoming when I couldn't see it. All I could see, excuse my language, was the crap. You been there before? It's all you can see but somebody else can see it. Well, God used Potiphar to see it in this joker. What's good about him? Keep looking. Number two, more trouble. He was falsely accused by his master's wife. Now, I don't want to be ugly, but all this uh, sexual harassment going on in our country, people coming out of woodwork now, I'm waiting for men to come out. You hearing me, yes or no? Where are the men at? Listen, I'll tell you what, it happened right here in the Bible. It happened right here in the Bible. Right here in the Bible. Look at it. It came to pass after these things that his master's wife cast her eyes on Joseph and said straight up, have sex with me. What? Amen? Come on. That's rough. That's rough right there. I'm going to tell you, I'm a man. That's rough. How many can say that's rough? One, two, three. That's. But he refused. And he said unto his master's wife, Behold, my master wots not what is with me in the house. He's committed all that he has into my hand. He trusts me. He trusts me. There's nobody greater in this house than, than I am. There's nobody above me. He trusts me. He hadn't kept back anything from me but you. Everything he's put into my care but you, ma'am. Because you're his wife. How can I do this wickedness and sin against him and God? I can't do that, ma'am. And it came to pass as she spoke to Joseph. Say it with me. Day after. I'm just saying, that's a rough work environment. Now, it's a rough work environment if you want to do the right thing. If you don't want to do the right thing, it's a dream job. Sorry I said that, but anyway. You were waiting for me to say it. I know you were. 
So, it came to pass. Day by day she did that. He hearkened what? Not unto her. This was definitely sexual harassment and and this was harassment in the workplace. If there was any, there was ever, there was ever any of it, it was right there. To lie with her, to be with her. So, keep looking. It came to pass about that time Joseph went to the house to do, do his business, what he does there. And there was nobody, no men in the house were there. And she called him. She was waiting, waiting for this opportunity. She said it again. Lie with me. Have sex with me. And he left. And I'll tell you what, the bottom, he left his garment in her hand. And he what? Basically, she got real close to him, close enough to grab his clothes. And as he's running, yeah, she had part of his clothes. Maybe the outer garment. I have no idea. All I know is he ran. And she spoke unto him according to these words, saying, this is when she went to her husband now. She goes to her husband because it ain't working out for her. And she tells her husband, Potiphar, this Hebrew servant that you brought into this house, he came in to me to mock me. It came to pass as I lifted up my voice. I cried. I cried. He raped me. You understand? Right there's in the Bible. That he left his garment with, etc. He left his garment with me and he fled. It came to pass when his master heard the words of his wife like most husbands would be. When she spoke to him saying after this manner, did thy servant to me, his wrath was what? Kindled. He was angry. We're talking about trouble. I hope I'm not boring you to tears with one of the greatest stories in all the Bible, okay? They made movies out of this stuff, okay? It's incredible. So how do you stay steady through trouble? We've seen the first thing, sold out by his brothers. Number two, accused falsely by his master's wife. You had a good job, man. and Things were going great. What happened? How do you stay steady? Say that with me. Say that with me. Never stop believing in the mercy of God. Never stop believing in the mercy of God, no matter what you're going through. Never stop believing in the mercy of God. God, you're merciful. Your mercies are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Never stop believing that. But the Lord, here's the scripture, another scripture right after this, but the Lord was with Joseph, and say it with me, and showed him and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. So what happened? He went to the slammer because of this. Potiphar locked him up in prison for it, for something he didn't do. That's rough, ain't it? So, this is another thing I've said, and I've had to say it in my own life, and I'm just putting it up for you today. Say that with me. Believe God and thank God even during the dungeon. Now, I know this ain't very spiritual, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. There were ten seconds left last Sunday night in the Viking ball game. Now, listen to me. I'm going to tell you, this is not like me. Normally, I go... We missed the field goal. We've done this so many times, it ain't funny. We, you know, we threw an interception. But you know what? We played a pretty good game. We played a pretty good game. And that's what I said with 10 seconds left. I just, I wasn't happy. But I'm there with Chuck and Connie and Chris Golden, the singer with the Oak Ridge Boys. He came in the fourth quarter and sat there and watched the last quarter with us. And then out of nowhere comes this crazy pass. And Minnesota wins the game. You might say, well, that's no big deal. I know it's just football. Here's what I'm trying to say. Guys, that's how life can be. When it's curtains, there's a window, baby. When something looks like it's over, it ain't! 
Believe in God's mercy. And this is far more than football, but that's one of the reasons I love football and I love sports because there's some incredible life lessons that we can learn. Amen? Come on. And that's, what ha- that's the situation here. Joseph still believed in the mercy of God, and God was merciful to him even in prison. Amen? Yes or no? Staying steady through trouble. Keep looking at the story. Number three, say that with me. He was what? He was forgotten when he was in prison. You might say, well, so people forget people in prison. No, 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 no. Let's let's see what happened. Here's what happened. Because I ain't got all day to give all the Bible. Okay, here it is. Here's the story. There were two people in prison with him. Two. A butler and a baker. They both had dreams. Joseph interpreted their dreams. Because he was a good man, they could see that God was with him. Also, he was elevated in prison by the jailer to be over the jail, basically. So everywhere Joseph went, there was this light shining. Even though bad things were happening, he was still a shining light. And so he interpreted the dream. He said, he said to the baker, mm, it's not going to work out too good for you. You're going to perish. You're going to die. To the butler, he said, boy, is it your lucky day or what? <laughs> your dream is you're going to live. And Joseph t- told the butler, he said, please don't forget me. When you get out of here, would you remember me? Because of what the good I've done and who I am, please remember me. But the butler didn't remember him. Everything panned out just like it, like he said. One was killed, hung. The other one lived. Y'all with me so far? So he's out. And then one day in Pharaoh's house, after time passes, Pharaoh has a dream. And Pharaoh calls magicians. He calls everybody to tell him his dream. And nobody can do it. The astrologers, whatever. They can't do it today either, by the way. You hear me, yes or no? You'd be wise to just go ahead and remember that in this message. And so the butler pipes up. The butler pipes up. Finally, wait, pop it back, pack it, pop it back. And the chief butler told his dream to Joseph, said to him in my dream, Behold, a big setter. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. But think on me, and it shall be well with thee. Show kindness, I pray thee, and make mention of me to Pharaoh. So he tells him that, but he doesn't do it. He doesn't do it. Yet the chief butler didn't remember Joseph. He forgot him. That's the Bible, not me just talking to you today. So how do I stay steady through trouble when I've been forgotten? How do I stay steady when I've been forgotten? Pop it up. Say that with me. Trust God without... One more time. How many trouble came to your life, and you're just being honest, it's just us talking, how many say, I panicked? Can I see your hand? I panicked. My hand's up. I panicked. What to do? What am I going to do? Oh, my gosh, what am I going to do? The, the sky's falling. Chicken Little's in the house, okay? Help me, Lord. I'd gone through some hard times in my life, and we were building this building. It was tough on me, to be honest with you. Not the building, but the family crisis. And having somebody that I love just walk out of my life, that was hard. That was just H-A-R-D hard. And you got this crazy building we're building out here in the middle of Rotunda, of all places. And I was out here one day by myself in my Jeep. I drove it today. And I was just sad, moping, looking over that that building and the steel's up. Will it ever get done? And about that time, a little black... Mercedes pulled in, right to the parking lot. It was a lawyer that I knew, a friend, many years ago. He pulls in because he saw me standing out there. 
And I was just down, and he knew about my life and the struggle and the building. And I'm like, man, I don't know. Oh, if it'll ever get done. And he looks at me and says these words. Can you say it? God's speed is the best. Can you say that with me again? Come on. God's is the best. Isn't that a good line? Isn't that a great line? Ha! Huh! That's exactly what I needed. Come on, Clark. God's speed is the best speed. Okay? Trust God without panic. All right? It ain't over. Don't get me for saying this, but the fat lady ain't sung yet, okay? Now they say that, you know, they say that in ball. I know I'm going to get in trouble for this. I don't care. It's the truth. It's not over. Don't panic. Amen? God speeds the best speed. Keep, keep, keep steady, guys. Keep looking. It came to pass at the end of two full years. Two full years. Pharaoh dreamed a dream. He stood by the river. Behold, there came out of the river seven kind, well-favored kind, etc., etc. Behold, seven other kind came up after them out of the river, ill-favored, lean-fashioned. He stood by the other ones upon the brink of the river. Keep looking. Push me, buddy. The ill-favored and lean uh, kind did eat up several well-favored and fat kind. Just a dream he's having about probably cattle that's eating other cattle. It's just craziness going on in his head. How many ever had crazy dreams? Boy, I do. I go to sleep at night and never know where I'm headed. It's a journey, man. But anyway, he slept and dreamed a second time. Behold, seven ears of corn came up, one stalk, rank and good. Behold, the seven other ears blasted the east and sprung up after them. Crazy dream. The seven thin ears ate up the good, the good corn. And Pharaoh woke and behold, it was a dream. And behold, it came to pass in the morning, his spirit was troubled. Bad dream, nightmare. He sent call for magicians, Egypt, etc., Told them his dream, but nobody could do it. Nobody could interpret it. Keep looking. Then spoke the chief butler unto Pharaoh, saying, Say it with me. I do remember my faults this day. He forgot Joseph. Pharaoh was wroth with his servants, put me in the ward of the guard's house, both me and the chief baker. We dreamed a dream. And one night, I and he, we each dreamed each man according to the interpretation of the dream. There was another with us, a young man, a Hebrew, a servant to the captain of the guard. We told him he interpreted to us our dreams, each man according to his dream. He did interpret. It came to pass as he said exactly. It was that way. Me, he restored into my office. The other joker got what? Hung. Okay? Then Pharaoh sent and said, get that boy out of here. Where is he? Get that man out of here, Joseph. And they brought him hastily, sit with me, out of the what? You know what I love is that word right there. Say it with me. They brought him what? They brought him what? Hastily. No, they brought him what? You never know how quick your trouble could turn into blessing. You don't know. But I do know this. If you blame God, if you whine, it's a good chance. You ain't ever getting out, or two, you're going to slow the process. Yes or no? Or you ain't going to see it when it's there because you're blinded by the evil one, by the wicked one. So they brought him out. They, he shaved himself. He changed his clothes. He came into Pharaoh. Okay, here he goes. Joseph answered Pharaoh saying, it's not with me. So he said, can you interpret the dream? He said, sir, it's not with me. So he gave God all the credit, didn't he? Yes or no? Learn that. Trouble has taught me that. Trouble has taught me to give God credit. Trouble has taught me to give God the credit. Yes or no? It's taught me that. So that's what he told him. Keep looking. Push, push. 
Behold, there came seven years, etc. He's telling the dream again. Okay, there's going to come seven. Well, he's, he's, giving, uh-uh, he's giving the interpretation. My bad. There will come seven years of plenty throughout all the land of Egypt. There's going to rise after them seven years of what? Famine's coming. And plenty is going to be all forgotten in the land. The famine's going to consume the land. It's going to be the worst thing you've ever seen in your life. The plenty's not going to be known in the land by reason of that famine following. Nobody's ever going to remember how good it was. It's going to be that bad. So, and for that, the dream was doubled unto Pharaoh twice. It's because the thing is established by the Lord. You had it twice, he says. And don't go out of here every time you have two dreams, think it's going to happen, okay? This is a scripture. Who knows, okay? Y'all listening or not? We're talking about trouble here, not about your dream life. Keep, keep with me here. So, it's because the thing is established by God, God will shortly bring it to pass. Now, therefore, let Pharaoh look out a man. Find a fellow. Find a fellow who's going to run your government. Who's going to be over your finances. Who's going to be over all these crops and all this mess these first seven years. Because I'm going to tell you something. If you don't have the right fellow running things, I'm going to tell you something right now. You're going to be in a world of hurt. It's going to happen. So, how do you stay steady through trouble? Number four, say it with me. He was what? He was favored. Now, I just don't know. God made me his image and his likeness. But I'm going to tell you something right now. I never favor whiners. The fellow who whines the loudest is going to get the job. Probably not. The fellow who whines enough on the ball field is probably going to get the starting position. Probably not. I'd rather his, his tail. Jimmy, where are you at in the building this way? One of our big football players right there. Isn't that what we'd rather have, Jimmy? Yes or no? We want the whiner to be on sitting next to us as we're going to battle on the football field? Yes or no? No! You know what? And God made me as image just like it. Maybe God's like that too. Have you ever thought about that? Instead of whining, he says, you can't please me unless you believe in me. That's what he says. So he was favored. He was favored. In one day, can you say one day? One more. One day. One day. This guy went from the dungeon to being, from, he went from the prison to the palace. In one day. In one day. In one day. In one day. Can we just see if there's any testimony with a raised hand that would say, there was trouble in my life, and honest to goodness, it was either one day or it was very short. God blessed me, and I was out of that trouble. I was back on top. Can I see your hand? I'm not saying it's like that for everybody. But it, it happens, guys. It, you need, if you're in trouble today, you need to see that you're surrounded by people that not only have made it, they've stayed steady, but God has really pulled their tail out of some mess. Y'all hear me? So the Pharaoh said, this is a good idea to put a guy who's really bright, intelligent, who can do this. So he looked at all of his servants and he said to his servants, can we find such a man as this whom, whom look at this, whom the Spirit of God is. Here's a crazy guy, not a believer in God. And he's talking like this. Who can we find that's going to really help us get out of this jam that's coming? And Pharaoh said to Joseph, For as much as God has showed you all this, there ain't nobody like you so discreet as you are. We don't believe there's anybody like you, buddy. You're going to be over my house. You're going, according to my word, listen, according to thy word, you, all the people are going to be ruled. Only in the throne will I be greater than you. You are in the dungeon, and today you're going to be second in command. You are it. Nobody's above you except me, buddy. We're talking about all of Egypt. He said, I've set you over all the land of Egypt. Pharaoh took off his ring from his hand. Here's my ring. I'm going to take this ring. I'm going to put it on your hand. He arrayed Joseph in these incredible clothes. He put gold. You know how the Egyptians dress when you see, look back in your history books, how the Egyptians have all that gold on them? This is a guy that was in prison. Now he's arrayed in all this golden stuff. 
because he stayed steady. He made him to ride in the second chariot. What chariot? Yes or no? Here's Pharaoh right here. Who's behind him right there? Joseph. They cried before him, Balbany to Joseph. Isn't that crazy? They made him ruler over all the land of Egypt. But you can't make it. God's picking on me. You have another choice if you want to, and that is stay steady. Did you hear me? Well, that's just the Bible. Well, that's just you excuse making. Amen. Yes or no? You have people all around you in this room and listening on the inter- online on radio. You have people that are all surrounding us in this room who are, who are people who have triumphed over a lot of trouble in their life. So you can't just pull the Bible. That was in the Bible. Yes, in the Bible, that ought to one-up it, baby. It's what, that's what it ought to do. If it's in the Bible, I know I can do it then. Amen. So how do I stay steady through trouble? Say that word with me. Do what? Be what? Be what? That's it, baby. I got to go. I'm out of time. He was free. He was free. Now I got to quit. What happened? Here's what happened. Everybody is starving to death. After the good years, the famine came. And they're having to come to Egypt to get food. Various countries, areas that Egypt ruled over, they're traveling to survive just to get food. Well, my goodness, who shows up but his brothers who sold him into slavery. That's why this became a big, famous movie, because you can't get an ending like this. Those brothers that sold his tail out are starving to death. And Joseph messes with them a little bit. He has them to go home to see if Benjamin's still alive. You know, he has them go back. He plays with them. He doesn't let them know who he is because he's all arrayed in this gold. And I've been to Holy Land many times. Egyptians, Israelites, you can't hardly tell the difference apart. Sometimes. Okay? Olive-colored skin, tanned, and you throw that gold all over him. I'm going to tell you right now, Joseph, he played the Egyptian part pretty well. Amen? So they didn't know who it was. And he has them come back, just making sure his daddy's alive and all that kind of good stuff. Here's the big finale. Joseph said unto his brethren, come near to me. And all those, his brothers grabbed close to him. Look at it, look at it, hang on. And he says this to them. Can you say it with me? Three words, three words. I am Joseph. That'd be pretty rough right there. You understand? I'm Joseph. Who you sold out. Now, therefore, don't be grieved. Don't be grieved at yourself. Because I bet you they were, excuse me, they were wet in their pants. Why wouldn't they? Would you? Yes or no? I'd be scared to death. I'd be scared to death, man. The Bible's just straight up, man. And he saw that. He obviously saw there was something going on with them. No problems. He said, don't be grieved or angry with yourself that you sold me because God sent me here before you to preserve life. If Joseph hadn't have been there, there would be no 12 tribes of Israel. This was all part of God's plan, hard to believe, to send even Jesus to us. You're kidding me. You mean the mess I've gone through in my life? God can make it work out for good? Guys, 
He's not bringing, he's not doing the evil in your life because God's a good God. But the beautiful thing is he can take the evil in your life and still work out the good for you. Did I lose you on that? Yes or no? If you're God's child and you're God's son, you're God's daughter, let me tell you something right now. God can take whatever's happened. If you'll remain faithful, stay steady, do the right thing. I'm not saying you're going to be running the palace or Egypt one day, but I am going to say you're going to make it. Can you say I'm going to make it? I'm going to make it because I have him. So he was free. Joseph could see with eyes. Say that with me. That were what? Joseph had struggled, I'm sure, himself. But even Joseph now had maximum vision. Oh, God did this for me to save the land and to save my own family. He couldn't even see what the future was bringing. Israel would become a nation, etc., etc. Jesus would come. But he started to see he was free. How many would say, I've had trouble in my life, Pastor, but I'm free now? Can I see your hand? I'm free. I'm free now. How many with a hand would say, I was blind before I was hurting? Can I see some hands? I was hurting. I couldn't see, man. I know, Raji. I'm done, baby. For these two years has been famine in the land, and yet there are five years in which there is not going to be earring nor harvest. And God sent me before you to preserve your prosperity in the earth and to save your lives by great deliverance. And so it was not that you that sent me here. Say it with me, but who? And he hath made me a father to Pharaoh. Can you believe that? I am a father to Pharaoh. He looks to me for advice and counsel. This is incredible. And Lord of all his house, I'm a ruler throughout all the land of Egypt. I know it's hard to believe, fellas. But I should write you a thank you letter. You ever felt like somebody that did you wrong, you should write them a thank you letter because of where you're at in your life now? Amen? Say, you know where I'm coming from? But as for you, you thought evil against me. I love this verse, one of my favorite verses in the Bible. But as for you, you thought it evil against me. Say it with me. But God meant it unto good to bring it to pass, as it is this day, to save much people alive. Now, therefore, don't fear. I'm going to nourish you. I'm going to take care of you, brothers, and your little ones. And he comforted them, and he spoke what to them? When you've had trouble and you blame, so often our blame turns into meanness, not kindness. But when you stay steady, even though you've been to hell and back in some of your problems, you can speak kind. You can be that light that God wants you to be. Isn't that a great message? I love this. How do I stay steady through trouble? Say that with me. See the big picture and know that God is what? That God is what? Isn't that what it was all about to start with? Either I'm going to blame God or I'm going to say he's good. Amen? Not that complicated here. Now, I want you to say that really loud. We're going to do it on the count of three. That right there on the screen, because I wrote that this week in my office, and I'm going to be famous for some of these things one day. And you're going to say, I said that with him one day. Here we go. Now, I'm just joking when I say that. Here we go. Say it real loud on the count of three. One, two, three. I want to see with eyes that are maximized. Amen. Let's thank the Lord for his word this morning. Amen. Come on. I'm done. Boom. I like that message.